welcome to the Stephen Mansfield Audio Podcast. Let's talk about guitars. I'm sitting in Nashville after all, and the symbol of our baseball team and of much of our city and much of our music is the guitar, so let's talk about guitars. And I'd love to talk to you today about guitars from a uh, fan perspective from a guy who can play like four cowboy chords on the guitar from my love of guitars. We could talk about Segovia. We could talk about Vince Gill and Eric Clapton and all kinds of great guitar players. Uh, but but let's I, I need to talk about something else related to guitars. And that is the the federal raid on the Gibson Guitar Company that occurred on August 24th of this year, 2011. I know that probably you've come across this in the press. If you don't know about it, it's a pretty important moment. And so let's, let's discuss it for just a moment. Let me give you a, a little bit of a briefing, and then let's talk about the implications of this. Because folks here in Nashville, where I'm sitting right now, are absolutely enraged about it. On August 24th, a hot day here in Nashville, Tennessee, federal officers, dozens of them armed to the teeth, uh, including SWAT-looking types of clothes, you know, black and helmets and all the stuff you see on television and CSI and all that kind of thing, uh, some of them with uh, automatic weapons, uh, raided both the Nashville branch or the Nashville factory of Gibson Guitars, a company that's been around for over 100 years and made some of the greatest guitars ever. Uh, and they also raided the Memphis uh, plant for Gibson, and uh, you can imagine now what this is like. I mean, a guitar plant, you know, is nothing really sexy or high-powered or, you know, there's not armed guards at the door, for heaven's sakes. These are what, what in the trade they call luthiers, um, which means people sitting there working on, you know, workbenches, essentially. Some of them are cutting out the shape. Some of them are sanding. Some of them are, you know, coating and finishing and all that. And, you know, you can imagine what it looks like, all the pieces of un- unassembled guitars laying around, and that's what they create. So, you know, this is not exactly a violent bunch. You know, it's not like you raided the Black Panthers here or the KKK. So they raided Gibson Guitars and, uh, and shut them down, completely shut them down. And by the way, I should tell you that Gibson uh, has increased its employee base by 600 people since the recession. So they've been working very hard to be a great American company. Of course, they've got this great more than century uh, long old history. Um, And they are a beloved company, as you can imagine, certainly in Nashville for what they produce, but around the country because they're an all-American company and and produce an all-American product, the the guitar. The reason is what I think inflames so many people. Uh, Let me give you a little background here. There's, There's an act called the Lacey Act. Now, let me say right up front that everybody I know is in favor of the Lacey Act, and it actually impacts you whenever you go through airports. Um, The Lacey Act was passed in 1900. It was proposed by a Republican, which is not a big deal, except that it just plays, I think, prominently into our story down the road. And essentially, it was to keep the the resources in other countries, uh, endangered species and so on, from being purchased and sold in the United States. The, the, the focus of the act was primarily endangered species in the U.S., but then it also began to 
you know, involve the, the, the animals of other countries. So I'm just making this up. Let's say that a certain kind of dog or a certain kind of llama or a certain kind of lizard or snake was endangered, let's say in Venezuela. Well, then of course you couldn't bring it into the U.S. Now there are, you know, health and biological reasons for that. And that's where you often get stopped at the airport. But then there are also uh, things that are just simply illegal because we're trying to protect endangered species. We're trying to, uh, to uh, re- respect the environmental laws of other countries. Again, all of that, I, as a conservative, uh, and I know not all conservatives agree with me, I'm completely in favor of. Uh, I, I'm, an, I'm in sort of an environmentally concerned conservative. I obviously don't want to uh, you know, encourage the hunting and killing of endangered species. Certainly don't want them traded across national borders. All of that's just fine. So in 2008, the Lacey Act was expanded by Congress uh, to include foliage. And the whole idea here was, of course, if you have an endangered tree, kind of tree in a country or an endangered plant, you know, that country has the right to protect it. And so we don't want to see it being sold across international borders. And um, so this is what began to involve Gibson guitars in this whole process. Uh, obviously, Gibson guitars use, uses wood. And so if they're using Brazilian rosewood for a guitar and then Brazilian rosewood is deemed to be, uh, you know, endangered, then maybe they use a wood from India or some other a country. And, and of course, we respect that. We don't want to, you know, contribute to the, you know, to, to entire species of plants or animals becoming obsolete uh, or, or dying out completely. The problem here, though, uh, is that Gibson had been doing everything that it could to, uh, to observe the laws. The problem is, in some countries, uh, the laws regarding endangered trees or animals are very, very murky, and it's hard to know. So the, the way that the Lacey Act reads now, and, and, and again, it's, it's not a problem with the idea of protecting endangered species, foliage, what have you, uh, the, the, the problem now is uh, that, that the U.S. government is in the position of enforcing laws from other countries that are unbelievably murky and unclear. So, for example, uh, Gibson got raided largely because it was buying a kind of wood from India, which the Indian government itself had approved. But the laws are so murky and the international registers are so unclear that when that wood was discovered coming in through the Houston port to Gibson, uh, it was detected and thus Gibson was raided. Now, I have to say, first of all, uh, that this is not, as far as I can tell, uh, pro-environmental protection versus anti-environmental protection kind of issue. Uh, one of the congressmen I work very closely with is Marsha Blackburn. She actually uh, protected the Lacey Act in 2008 from a, a veto by George W. Bush. Uh, she voted to override. And, uh, and, and yet I was so proud of her because when Barack Obama made his job speech here just a, a week or two ago, uh, she actually took as her guest the CEO of Gibson Guitars because you understand the, a little bit of the hypocrisy here, and I'm not saying it's personal with Barack Obama. Here he is making a speech about conditions that the federal government can help with that will improve uh, jobs, improve the economy, and, and improve business in America. And yet the federal government uh, has, has raided a company 
which is not only an American icon, but which has done everything it can to improve jobs. And on and they've rated them on the basis, not that they're, you know, trafficking drugs or doing something horribly illegal or run by the mafia, but they might have the kind of wrong kind of wood in their bridge. And they're not even aware of it because the laws are so murky in India. So this was a decision on the part of the EPA and other organizations of our federal government um, to do a, a, a SWAT type of raid on a, on a bunch of craftsmen, for heaven's sakes, when this could have been handled another way. And so now, uh, even at this moment, weeks later, Gibson is still shut down, still not functioning, Um, And Marsha Blackburn is desperately trying to draw attention to this. Others are trying to draw attention to it. Um, And it is a a really sad moment, uh, not only in the Obama administration, but in American corporate history. Let me just say clearly that we need to be environmentally concerned. We need to protect endangered species. We need to protect the environment. Nobody wants chemicals being dumped in rivers and trash everywhere. And, and absolutely, corporations have been polluters and have been done things that they ought not have done. And we're grateful for those who police that. But we also know that many times environmental concerns are used uh, as an anti-corporate, anti-business tool. That, that This has been established in courts for years. I'm not even saying that's what's going on here. I think what's going on here uh, is a little bit of tyranny, a little bit of federal intimidation, uh, a, a little bit of really inappropriate use of federal force uh, against, a bunch of, against a bunch of craftsmen in a great American company. What needs to happen is that the Lacey Act needs to be modified, not, not defanged, but modified, uh, so that it's clear, and also so that the federal federal forces and federal policy is not um, somehow dependent upon clarity uh, regarding endangered species in other countries. We should simply draw our own boundaries based on what we understand to be the needs of other countries and their desire to protect their resources, uh, and then and not make federal forces somehow subject to uh, foreign laws. Because here was Gibson attempting to obey the laws. And still they were raided. So now we have hundreds of people out of work. We have a great American company shut down. Uh, we have guitars not being made in, in a city that, you know, is almost built on the guitar in a sense. And that we want to have built on the guitar, not just because I live here, but because, of course, we want the music industry to thrive. We want it to employ people. We want the art side of music. We also want the, the business side of the music industry as it, as it still survives. And all of this has been destroyed or at least temporarily suspended because why? Because we're not clear about the nation of India's policy about a a certain kind of wood that their own government approved the export of. So if we're serious about jobs, we're serious about a pro-business environment, we're serious about helping American industries, we can start by not raiding them. This could have been handled by three accountants walking in the front door of Gibson and sitting down with the CEO. This did not involve a raid. It did not involve automatic weapon, need to involve automatic weapons. It did not need to involve uh, this kind of intimidation. And it did not need to involve the shutdown of a company in two cities with hundreds of employees at a time when we're already dealing with an economic recession. So it's time for some wisdom and some moderation. This does not, by the way, have to be a conservative liberal fight. Everybody, I think, is agreed on the principles. Nobody wants to see Gibson destroyed, and nobody wants to put 
the EPA and federal marshal forces at the behest of the Indian government. So there's a better way to do this and make cooler heads prevail. This Stephen Mansfield podcast was brought to you by the Mansfield Group. Find us at mansfieldgroup.com.